more to come. PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, senior news editor of Publishers Weekly and co-editor of PW Comics World. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. All right, we're broadcasting direct from the San Diego Comic-Con International. Oh, and, and but we're, we're actually up the street at a, at a hotel. We're at the Sophia Hotel on Broadway, and actually we're, we're, we're going to eat. I'm sorry. This is this is where it's at. I, I, we, we have the pleasure to be here with the, the Yen Press Publishing uh, Brain Trust, Kurt Hassler, the uh, publishing director and fa- publisher and founder of, of Yen Press. Uh, and, and Julian Lee, did I say that right? We yes. practiced uh, at a bar a little while ago. Yes, <laughs> the deputy publisher of Yen Press. Um, so we're going to talk about and and a phenomenal editor. We're going to talk about what you do at Yen Press, uh, your successes. Uh, uh, Svetlana Kemakova, you know, in her new book. So, um, uh, thank you for being on More to Come. We are very thrilled to be on More to Come and trying not to say anything stupid. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Good. Uh, let me take care of that. I'll handle. I'll, I'll handle the stupid things. And hey, everybody's got food but me. Uh, yeah, where okay. is your food? Hopefully, it's on the way soon. Okay. All right, we're quick because we're going to get this in. Yes. And and then we're going to then, then we're going to eat. All right. All right. So uh, first, uh, Kurt. Can you tell our listeners just a little bit quickly about your background and then uh, sure. launching Impress? Uh, so my career really started. I had worked at a small independent bookstore in Indiana. Um, before that, I'd been a clerk at a Doubleday bookshop in Manhattan. Um, but my career in comics really kicked off as the buyer at Borders and Walden Books. Um, I was buying comics and graphic novels. And we made a big push for manga, yes. you know, around uh, 2000. And a, a key figure. A, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, there More was, food is coming. Yeah, there was a fairly <laughs> seismic shift in uh, graphic novels. Um, one of the stories I like to tell is when I was at Walden Books, um, I took over the category, and it, it, it did not get a lot of play in those stores. Um, at the time, it was a tiny category that consisted of pretty much uh, one shelf and a spinner rack of one side of graphic novels on three sides of comics. And uh, management at the time uh, felt that it would be appropriate to just kill the category. It was, it was not a big seller. It was actually smaller than poetry. Um, and poetry in a mall store is not a real big draw for... <laughs> There weren't a lot of a lot of shoppers in the Walden Books mall stores coming in for poetry, um, so uh, you know had to make the whole pitch to keep the category around, um, that we could turn it around, make it vibrant, and we did. Uh, within a year, it had grown, you know, uh, several hundred percent. And this was with the introduction of uh, some of the early manga, most notably probably Sailor Moon. Um, Also some of the American comic stuff, Marvel and DC, really doing uh, selective purchasing. This was before the the first big Spider-Man movie that kicked off the Mm -hmm. whole phenomenon that it is now. And by the time I left, it was one of the biggest categories for Borders and Walden books. there were stores that 20% of their sales came out of comics and manga and graphic novels. Um, and around 
the end of 2006, I left Borders. I co-founded Yen with mm -hmm. Rich Johnson, who mm -hmm. had formerly been at uh, DC yeah, Comics. Absolutely. Um, and we were really picking up what we felt was a big opportunity that could be filled in, you know, taking a different approach to manga publishing. Um, this was the end of 2006, 2007. There was a big market downturn for manga, yes. so we sort yep. of hit the ground running at you know, the at worst an, time. Yeah, probably the worst possible time in some ways. Um, but, you know, we weathered that great. You know, mm -hmm. we've been fantastic about anticipating the market trends, always with the huge confidence that uh, despite some market hiccups that had nothing mm -hmm. to do with the popularity of the books, that there was a future for it. Um, it has been growing exponentially for us. You know, Yen is now you know, number two in the manga market, even though we're, it's our 10 year anniversary That's this right. year. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. 10 year anniversary. And you don't stop, and he just keeps on going. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. So feel free to stop. Right. We're going to segue. Right. We're going to segue from uh, to okay. Julian. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so quickly, just about your background. My background. I studied architecture, so I was always into art, but I also yeah. loved books. She's so an artist. comics. Yeah. She likes to throw that. In. I know. Yeah. I'm not quite an architect, myself. but <laughs> I just studied it. I just didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. But. Yeah, so I got into comics. I thought it was the perfect medium to tell any kind of story, perfectly synced, the art and text working together. That was all, always something that fascinated me. So I was always working in editorial, and I met Kurt when the Korean publishers were trying to do like a joint venture, getting into the US market when he was the buyer at Borders. Mm -hmm. And we got to talking, and we were seeing all the opportunities in the US market. And here I am now. I've been leading the Yen editorial department ever since. Cool. When did you come to the US? It's 10 years. <laughs> yeah, 10 years, of course. Well, that, that's right. No, no it's right. nine years because we the couldn't get you the year, visa. Yes, yes. The, right. first year, okay. the first year I was in Korea. Be glad we weren't trying to get you a visa now as opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's for sure. Very true, very true. Okay, um, so how many books um, a year? does um, impress publish? It grows wildly. This year we'll publish uh, about 340. Um, a couple of years ago we expanded, uh, so we're not only publishing manga and graphic novels, we're also now publishing light novels from Japan, so uh, part of that growth has been very significant in the light novel arena. Just to clarify, light novels are prose. Absolutely. And I want to I want to jump in that because you guys also, I mean, other people have done some light novels, but you guys really jumped into it in a big way. We, um, we have been doing it since we started. Yeah, oh, interesting. Uh, okay. we, we have been, I think our first light novel was a series called Keeley. I think that first published in 2008. And then we, the, the our first big light novel debut was The Melancholy of uh, Haruhi Suzumiya. Um, which we co-published with uh, Little Brown Books for Young Readers, which at the time was uh, part of our parent company. And in the interim, we've now been spun off as yes. a joint We're going to get to that, because sure. I, I do want you to break that down. <laughs> okay. this We're all over yeah. the place. But, uh, but, uh, but, but describe for our listeners... Uh, 
just what light novels are. Who, they're people who may not be familiar with them. They're really. Jeremy, one of. I mean, it's hard. Well, I mean, it's light. hard to actually have a, a hard and fast. I know. But it's not. Just to give the background of the name. Yeah. Uh, anything oh, that like Japan uses light in terms of more commercial stuff. Right. Okay. Light music is a term that was like the term that was used in like a lot of the manga. Uh huh. And light novels just mean sort of the more commercial, right. more sort of targeting the casual readership kind of sure. novels. And a lot of the time, because in Japan, a lot of the readers read manga as their way to read. Mm -hmm. is, I'm sounding stupid, I feel like. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of the time, light novels actually do have manga-style art, whatever yeah. that is on the cover. Mm -hmm. They do sort of have a lot of the shared sort of genres mm -hmm. across light novels and mangas. And these days, because of that, a lot of the anime also starts from the light novel and gets adapted into basically animation or manga. So it's a huge growth area of publishing in Japan. It was really inevitable that it would finally sure. hit the ground running in the U.S. Um, you know, and we strongly believed that. So we had kept our toe in light novels consistently through the history of our publishing when pretty much everyone else in the industry had abandoned it. Um, and then in 2014, we really felt like, okay, now is the time to make the big push. We established our light novel imprint, Yen On. Yes. Um, we made our big push that year. And it's been explosive. I mean, we're now just three years on the anniversary of establishing that imprint. The business has, is representing about a quarter of our total business at this point. Um, it's our fastest growth area of publishing. Very interesting. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic, and you know, other publishers are starting to come back to light novels. Now, obviously, you do a lot of licensing because, I mean, the manga business in the U.S. Mm -hmm. it certainly at this point is primary. I mean, what's most popular and most commercial is licensed uh, manga from oh, Japan. Oh, unquestionably, without a, yeah. without a doubt. So you guys do uh, actually do a lot of that, a lot of major series, but you also do original publishing. Yes. And so tell us about that. Well, if we did it from the very beginning, actually, because yeah. when we first started, we had a magazine called Yen Plus which had half of licensed material, I guess more than half, but half Japanese material that read from the back of the magazine, so you flip the magazine, and the other side had some Korean content, and also Svet's Night School. And, right. Yeah, and right. not We're as... talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also not as Maximum Ride, that was an adaptation yeah. of James Patterson's yes. novel. So it was something... Again, when I was first brought into Yen and I was talking to Kurt when he was still a, a buyer, it was not to just cultivate the licensed presence here, it was also to sort of see the local talent, the actual kids who grew up reading maybe a lot of the manga and also the American comics who would start developing their own style and see where we can go with that. So it has always been on our radar. We have been working with a lot of artists. I'm not sure if you remember, but we also did short stories in the magazine that was sort of a gateway to see how I can work with certain artists, see if their style sort of works with us. Not just in terms of the titles, but in terms of the working style and stuff like that. So it was, it was just a goal that we had from the very beginning. 
And it's still a very powerful part. We still yes. do plenty of original mm -hmm. titles that are you know, maybe adaptive. This October we have the Mortal Instruments adaptation yep. coming up, which the is... The Mortal Instruments adaptation is coming up. We are working with CJ Cassandra, who did also Beautiful Creatures. Mm -hmm. She did Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children and Hollow oh, City cool. adaptation. Right. Yeah. And we also have an original book from her called Ranger Boy that came out at the end of last year, yeah. which... Like, whoever read it, they all love it. It's just an adorable title. She does these... Her art is very fluid. Mm -hmm. And it's just a beautiful book. It's just one volume now, but... Yeah, because yeah. the original publishing includes doing adaptations of, uh, of, of prose works, you know, from scratch, yeah. you know, really you yes. know, recreating a book. Uh -huh. and, and, and also original publishing, really, um, you know, individual artists. I mean, for instance, and her name has come up a number of times for yes. good reasons, Svetlana <laughs> Kimikova. Mm -hmm. So you work with her directly, Julian. So yes. tell us about Svetlana. I'm, obviously, I will say, you know, PW, we just did a recent story <laughs> yes. about, about building her career. I mean, we, we've known her for many years. It's really a wonderful story about an artist really, you know, developing right before our very eyes. And you helped it come along. <laughs> so tell us about uh, your work with uh, Chemical, with uh, Svetlana Chemical. Svet has, she's just brilliant and awesome and kind and nice. I don't know what else to brilliant, say. Brilliant, awesome, kind and nice. That's a t-shirt. Let's get it on. <laughs> brilliant, no, awesome, kind and I nice. Say, I say this a lot, but... <laughs> She, she has her background in animation, which means she has like a diverse style. She can pretty much draw in any kind of style she wants to. And on top of that, she's also an immigrant. She was Canadian who came from Russia. So she had her hardship at school to a certain degree. And this whole sort of being in two very different cultures, being and being in Canada, working in the States. Now she has moved to the States. Yes. But all of this combined and just being a creator, she has so many stories inside her. She has so many stories that she wants to tell. She is very good at sort of understanding the human nature, why things happen in a certain way, why people might act in a certain way, what you do at certain ages. She, she just has... I don't know, this big heart that understands what's going on in the world and she wants to tell her, tell whatever's going on in her own voice. And I think it's just, it's just very, very strong and beautiful and awesome. Okay, and yeah, it's kind and nice. Yeah. Uh, so tell us, so what are the names of her books, the books that, uh, that the Empress has published? We have done, the first book was Night School. Night School. Mm -hmm. It's, it's and a how many volumes book. was that? Four volumes. Four volumes. Mm -hmm. Right. She gets it done. She, yeah, she's a, these aren't one-offs. She's a no. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was for night school. We had that in the magazine, which means we, she had to do a chapter per month. Oh. It was a challenge in many ways. She did it beautifully. We still have fans that cons, like cosplaying as characters yeah. from yes. the book. Mm -hmm. But it, it was a very, very tough schedule at the end yeah. of the day. We wanted to give her a bit of a breather, maybe kind of taking out the storytelling part of it, coming up with her own story, we thought might help. So her next book was Witch and Wizard from yeah. James Patterson. James Patterson, not a bad, you know, mm -hmm. not a bad person Team to partner yeah. with at all. Yeah. Um, so that also was very interesting. It's James Patterson. So she was very interested to learn how he tells a story. Sure. So mm -hmm. she loved the idea, like 
The book is beautiful. That's yes. three volumes. I use beautiful a lot. That's <laughs> an editor you should build that's up. Right. I know. Yes, I maybe know. you can edit yourself a little bit. But I that's should, right. but you're not letting me edit right yeah, now. Yeah, well, that's true. We, well, we'll do the editing here, okay? <laughs> so that was three volumes. Okay. But even with Witch and Wizard, because she was, that was another challenge because she she's trying to sort of visualize something that somebody else created and sure. that was also a challenge to her because when she's telling her own stories I think as she's coming up with the stories she already has what it looks like in her head sure but trying to like dissect the text and come up with the images was probably like tougher than we expected so after that ended we were like hmm she was very like, oh, I'm like really, it's really hard and tough. So let's try something new. And as I said, kids comics has always been something I wanted to explore. And I think this was in the article, but she had done a short story for Flight that was just the yeah. perfect tone. And I'm like, why don't we do something in that vein? I think, let's just talk about our childhood, what left an impression sure. and come up with the theme and let's try this. And she loved the idea and that's how awkward came out. Yeah, wait, that's awkward? Yep. All right. And? 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 Most recently, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, well, well, awkward was a huge success. I mean, obviously in our story, 250,000 copies. I mean, yeah, know. that's a huge, and it's been growing. That's yeah, the yes. nice thing. It published in May of 2015. Was it July? I think it was July. July 2015. And it's grown every yeah. year. Yep. I mean, yeah. And this every year, year every leading year. up to Brave, it's higher than it's ever been. Yeah. Brave has debuted. Yeah. At That's least, the next one. You know, a multiple, Brave is the new, yeah. uh, the new book Came in the awkward in yep. universe. Great. It's in the same yeah. school, Barry Brook Middle School. Um, Peppy and Jane, who's from Awkward, they both kind of come up. Um, the art club is still in there. Jensen, who keeps on talking about Suns Coffin Awkward, he takes the main stage. And we touch the subjects that are maybe a little more serious than what we told in Awkward. But Svet did a brilliant job with the book. And beautiful. Yeah, and awesome, <laughs> and nice, and fun, and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and fun kind and, and nice, nice too. And like Svetlana, well, I, I, I actually know Svetlana, so I, I agree. I think she's all of those things that you've mentioned before. So look, we're gonna wrap this up here, uh, and we talked about this a little bit. So obviously, the market for uh, middle grade young adult graphic novels has really exploded uh, in the book trade. It's really a Absolutely. category that virtually didn't exist. It didn't exist. It wasn't even a virtual. Yeah, yeah, it did it not exist, exist. You know, ten or fifteen years. <laughs> ago what's your prognosis is this are we on an arc for certainly more growth in this area absolutely i yeah. mean and you see it in terms of everybody's identified there's a big gap in that mm -hmm. market i i can say uh slyly that we have some exciting things yeah. coming up go. for we that market. We can't talk market. about it now, folks, but, you know, <laughs> stay tuned to this Slyly, we have some things planned. Always tune into what Calvin says. <laughs> yeah, this will be on the pro thing. We, we'll have some stories up on yeah. publisherswithy.com slash comics. But <laughs> there's no reason to expect anything but huge growth there. I mean, yeah. look, as much as it's grown, we're still behind every other country in the world. Yes. So let's, uh, get, yeah. let's get on the ball uh, yeah, and get right. these so, kids reading comics. So many <laughs> there you go. I, that's a perfect way to end this. Look, thanks to the both of you for being on More to Come. Uh, we are very happy to. Yeah. All right. That's right. Live from Comic-Con. Live Comic -Con. from Comic-Con San Diego.
Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. Uh, I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor of Publishers Weekly and Co-Editor of PW Comics World. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. Okay, we're back on the floor of the San Diego Comic-Con International. Uh, and this time we're talking with Nidhi Chanani. Um, uh, author of Pashmina, a new graphic novel from first second. Um, Nidhi, thank you so much for being on More to Come. Thanks so much for having me. And this is obviously our second time talking because we were on um, my, my book uh, expo panel. Uh, one of like, I don't know, we had like six or seven really terrific. Uh, graphic novel offers on there. You were one of them. So, but so we're gonna we're gonna uh, revive our conversation again. Great. Uh, so, I mean, I, I want to talk about your book, which is, is really um, I, I, it's a very interesting examination. I think of the of of Indian American uh, immigration and generational friction. There's a little supernaturalness to yes. it. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about that. But first, I'd love for you to just to tell our listeners a little bit about your background uh, okay. and how you came to the cartooning. Okay. Um, so I started illustration work after a stint in nonprofits after graduating from UC Santa Cruz with mm-hmm. a degree in literature. Ah, and okay. so I wanted to figure out how to contribute back with all the things that I learned that were wrong in the world. Okay. Um, and so I worked in nonprofits. And I could never find something that really made me happy. Mm-hmm. And I realized that maybe making art uh, and making people happy was its own political act. Um, and so I dropped everything and went to art school, took out more loans, all still right, paying well, off my UC I, yeah. Santa Cruz well, loans, took out more. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Exactly. <laughs> and then I uh, went to art school for about a year and a half. and. I started to get introduced to a lot of comics around that Uh time, Mm -hmm. and I was doing illustration primarily for a number of years, but I really wanted to do more than just tell one story Mm -hmm. and one image, Uh and uh, I thumbnailed out a terrible, terrible autobiographical graphic novel (laughs) and pitched it to a few agents. And one of those agents was Judy Hansen, who's also ah, uh, yes, who is Jean. a fabulous agent. Yes, she is a fabulous <laughs> agent, and she saw something in there. I don't know what. At some point, I'll ask her. Um, but she signed me, and I remember getting the call that yeah. you know she wanted to sign me, and I start crying. Well, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I I don't blame you. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? I, I haven't cried, but but when, when Judy calls me, and she yeah. does from time to time, I get a little tingly. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Because she's got. A really Im- incredible lineup. Yes, she of does. Authors. So, yeah, you know, She's you're good in company. really good company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I felt really, really honored. Yeah. So that kind of started my path. Um, that terrible uh, autobiographical graphic novel <laughs> will never see the light of day, and it is I'm better right. for it. Uh, but I think through thumbnailing out a 200 plus yeah. page book, but it did its job. It did its job <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then eventually, you know, we started talking, and I was still doing illustration, and I started working on Pashmina, and then we pitched mm-hmm. it, and uh, she asked me at the time. Who would be your dream publisher? And I remember saying for a second because wow. of Jean's American-born Chinese, sure. and when sure. they expressed interest, I was like, "Well, I couldn't have asked for a better yeah. situation." Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, stellar publisher for sure. Yes, uh, in so many ways. So, well, tell us about Pashmina. I mean, I, I okay. gave the I gave the uh, synopsis there, yeah. but 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 I'd love for you to tell 
our listeners a little bit more about the book. Uh, with you know, no spoilers, obviously, but right. you know, but because there are some, there's some interesting things that mm-hmm. happen later on. But see if you can navigate into a, a nice teasing. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely have my elevator pitch, which okay. is that it's about an Indian American girl, Priyanka Das, mm-hmm. who finds a magical Pashmina shawl, mm-hmm. and it allows her to learn more about who she is and where she came from. But I think also it's a lot of it is about what you know. And I'm very careful to say it's one story. It's sure. not representative mm-hmm. of everybody's experience. And it's fiction, too. Yes. So reading too yes. much into it. It's not yeah. me. It's not my mom. There are, of course, aspects of me and be. my mom right. <laughs> in the book. Um, and my aunts and, and sure. that whole experience. Like, I, I did grow up. Uh, I was born in Calcutta. And when I go uh-huh. back, it's to Calcutta. Mm-hmm. So when Priyanka goes to India, she goes to Calcutta. It's where I know. So it's easier for me to write things and draw things from uh-huh. a place of Actually, knowledge. maybe you could name the characters like that that would yeah. be good yeah yeah so go Priyanka through. Das is the main character sure. her mm-hmm. mom is Namisha Das mm-hmm. and um, her auntie is uh, I'm like totally blanking as soon as yeah. we got here <laughs> like her mom is or her aunt is somebody I'll get yeah, back okay. to right, that right. Well, you know it's one of those situations where yeah. you make the book you work on it for four plus years mm-hmm. and then you don't see it for a year yeah no it's true <laughs> and, and, and I, I guess in some ways I mean you're you're, you have to do the publicity and the marketing, yeah. but it's kind of done. You, I assume you're thinking about your next book. I'm already working on you're my working, next book. Yeah, I'm right, on thumbnails so. for my yeah. next book. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like living in that world at the sure. moment. Um, and it, it was interesting. I was talking to another author, and they were saying, I'm never going to sit down and read my own book. And I got my book, and I like started to open it up, and I was like, I don't actually want to read this. I know every yeah, part of this book, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I think that a lot of what Pashmina is, and a lot of what the characters are going through, mm-hmm. is uh, can be universal, but is very mm-hmm. unique to their experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's interesting is it's it's really just about faith. I mean, not mm-hmm. just, but it's about family. Yeah. It's about women yes. and how they mm-hmm. live their lives, mm-hmm. um, both being part of two cultures. Uh, and how like her aunt is living her life in the shadow of her older sister and what has happened to her Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's interesting how one really I think intense event in somebody's life affects everybody around you sure right so Um, because I want to ask you about that I'm 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 gonna try and do it without you know revealing too much right Um, uh, but one of the things that I thought was uh, was was great about the book that it, it delves into the aspects I think of Indian culture that we sort of know about mm-hmm. the, uh, the food and, and the, the, the garments yeah. and the, the beautiful saris yeah. um, but it also really does in, in its own way look at a very serious aspect I mean the lives of women in India it's, mm-hmm. it talks about that yeah. So that's a, an interesting balance to have um, Right because you and I think that that's kind of how I feel about my identity and mm-hmm. my community and my country mm-hmm. um, is that I love all of the things about it, but there are still things that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. There are still things that need to be fixed. That's that's not any, yeah. I don't think anybody would argue with that, sure, that sure. there's still things that we need to fix about this country, you yeah, know? Without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> without um, a doubt. So I think it's uh, kind of trying to present that it's, it's flawed, right? Mm-hmm. We're sure. flawed as people. Yeah. The characters are flawed as people. Their relationships with their their community, their culture, it has many sides. Yeah, yeah. And the, and Priyanka is like what kind of age uh, range? She's seventeen. It? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, and she's just trying to find out a little bit about her past, and her mom is not 
not giving up a whole lot of information. No, because yeah. and and you know you find out why, yeah. right? She's yeah. trying to protect her, yeah. and uh, and I think that. People may see that as uh, in t an extreme way of protecting mm -hmm. uh, their child, but once you learn why, I think there's understanding mm -hmm. that happens there. So what kind of reception uh, have you been getting from the book? So uh, mostly positive, yeah? but mm -hmm. I assume that people don't come and tell you if they hate your book. Well, that's true too, but, <laughs> but there have been, there, been reviews, right? What's the mm -hmm. pub date? Because is the book The pub out? date is October 3rd. Oh, so it's actually, I keep, silly me, of course. Yeah. It's a fall book, so yes. there's the... There may be some reviews floating around. Yeah, but it's there's still some, a little. It's early. a little early. Yeah. Um, there was a great review in Teen Vogue. Good. Right. Um, and then I have been. They've been sending out galleys, so yeah. people sometimes tag me in reviews, and I know I'm not supposed to read them, but I do anyway. <laughs> um, and so it's nice to see that people are getting a lot of the messages and the, yeah. the meaning that I put into it. So beyond just it being like the Indian American graphic novel, yeah. right? That there's more depth to it, and it's yes. nice to see that people are, are seeing that it's a full package, you know, it's not just one representation, sure. but really I'm trying to show multiple sides yeah. of that experience. And uh, and how's Comic-Con? Have you been to Comic-Con before? This is my seventh year. Okay, so you know from, yeah, right, you yeah. know from all of this. Okay, yeah, yeah. so, because yeah. in fact, we're, we're now sitting in the small press area. Yep. Uh, because you're an illustrator too, yep. or yes, mm -hmm. okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so you've had a table here, I guess. For seven the, years. For seven years. Yeah, right. this is my seventh year, right. so... It's kind of old hat, but new hat, because now I have a book coming out. Yes. It's yeah. kind of one of those things where I've been doing comic conventions for a long time, but not ever done comics. And so now oh, I feel like I'm part of the club. Yeah, well, boy, in a big way. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so it So do you nice. go to the other to the smaller shows? Like, uh, uh, but where are you based? Are you in New York? I'm or? in San Francisco. In San Francisco. And okay. then I do Emerald City. I did Denver mm -hmm. for a couple years. Uh -huh. I've done New York for a couple years, but it always kind of makes mm -hmm. me a little broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, New York does that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll it does do that, that even if you're based there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you go to, to the to the to the small the smaller small print like Mocha? And no, I don't because yeah. I didn't have a book up until now. Uh, oh, that's right. Well, and they're yeah, very they're, they're very right. picky about they that. Are, yeah, so actually, if you just do right. art, they they don't want you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So maybe we'll see you there. Yeah, now. I hope yeah, so. Because I think your book would fit in perfectly. Awesome. Yeah, I mean that. I really think that's the audience in many ways. For yeah. Me, at these okay. kinds of shows at SBX. Mocha. Yeah. Um, I guess in in, um, in San Francisco, I mean, is uh, is Ape still going on? Ape that's is old. going on. That's it's a little weird. It's now. weird because it's moved to San Jose. San Jose. I haven't heard good things about it. I kind of yeah. stay away from things that suck up my time. And right, right, right. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, San Francisco is currently like conless. You know, yeah, that's sort of there's odd, this yeah. weird Silicon Valley Comic Con, but it's also very fan art focused, ah, and that's not what I do. Mm -hmm. So I'm oh. hoping someday right. we okay. get one. But all right, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see you at uh, Mocha or something in New York yeah. in the near future. Yeah, all right. Definitely. So look, uh, Nidhi, thank you so much for being on More to Come. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah.